Hey, how you doing, Ignite City Church? I wanted to take us through uh, Acts 4 and 5, which is from today's reading. Um, and pretty much it's the, it's John and Peter in chapter 4 getting arrested because they simply love Jesus. And they're preaching about uh, the life that's found in them to everyone. Um, and then in chapter 5, the apostles are arrested um, and then they're beat up. But here's the part that kind of stood out to me, especially in chapter 5. Um, when you get to verse 17, it says, Then the high priest rose up, he and all who were with him, who belonged to the party of the Sadducees, were filled with jealousy. So they arrested the apostles and put them in the public jail. Isn't it? Now, side note, isn't it amazing the kind of things that we'll actually do when we're driven by jealousy? Uh, there is a reason that we're not supposed to covet, that we're not supposed to be jealous over other people and their accomplishment or what they have. Jealousy can lead us to do some horrible things. And here, their jealousy, because of what it is, the impact that the apostles were having on this multitude of people, uh, because they're preaching about Jesus and miraculous things are happening, they're jealous of it. Now think about it, you have the apostles doing these incredible works, and people were, believers were uh, being added to their number, um, in, in, it says in verse uh, 14, in increasing number. So think about it. So all this, all these massive things are happening, and you've still got the religious leaders who are doing the same thing. They still got the people under the same bondage. It's not really God's work. They've kind of taken them. They kind of pushed God to the side so that they can take advantage of the people in the name of God, in the name of religion. And I believe that doing that by causing people to to do things um, and to connect it to God without it being God. Man, it's uh, it's that's taking God's name in vain. Yes, God had set up the the sacrificial system, and God had set up offerings and the types of offerings that were acceptable. But remember what the religious leaders were doing is that they were taking advantage of the people. That if I brought in a if I brought in a, a lamb that fit what Scripture said as acceptable to God, they would then look at it and say, "No, you can't have this lamb. It actually is not good enough. You have to buy our lamb." And then they would jack up the price. So remember that they're being taken advantage of. And they're saying, and the religious leaders are saying this is in God's name. That's to take God's name in vain. And so they're they're filled by jealousy. They arrest the apostles and put them in public jail. Verse uh, verse 19. But an angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail during the night, brought them out, and said, Man, what a what a what a breakout. Like what a jail breakout. They're the, the door, I mean, somehow it says that they were brought out. The angel of the Lord opened the doors of the jail and then brought them out. But then he also shut the door because you'll see later on that the uh, the the guards noticed that the, the gate was still shut, but the, the apostles weren't in there. But notice what he says. The angel tells them this. Go and stand in the temple. He didn't break them out so they, they could run and be saved. He broke them out so that they could go back into the temple and tell the people all about this life. And for some reason, this one stood out to me more than anything. This, this one phrase, and I'm reading from the Christian Standard Bible, but and tell the people, I'm tell, tell the people all about this life. Now think about the life that they have. Ultimately, what he's saying, go and talk about Jesus. Go and talk about the difference that Jesus makes, the, the forgiveness that's found in Christ, that there's no other name under heaven by which we must be saved, according to um, what was stated in chapter 4, verse 12. That everyone must come to a place of surrendering to the Lordship of Jesus to receive salvation so they can be reconciled with God, forgiven, in right standing. But then it's also moved into purpose. So when we remember Ephesians 2, 8 to, 2, 8 to 10, for by grace you've been saved through faith. 
And this not of yourselves is the gift of God, not by works so no one can boast. But we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works, which God has prepared in advance for us to do. When, it, when the angel says, tell the people all about this life, think of the context. Yes, everything about Jesus, forgiveness, what Jesus went through, what it meant, how all the Old Testament sacrifices pointed to Jesus, and how his resurrection meant everything. That Because he has victory over sin and death, we also have victory over sin and death. But also remember the life, what it included. What it included was Peter and John being arrested in chapter 4, the apostles being arrested in chapter 5, and this is part of this life. Friends, us, us following Christ, our invita- the invitation we receive from Jesus to follow Jesus is anything but boring. Unless all that we think that our walk with Jesus is, is to simply pray a prayer and wait for heaven. That is not this life. This life includes our restored relationship with God by grace through faith, absolutely. But it also moves us into the mission that we've been called to love God, love people, make disciples who make disciple makers. Those disciples that we make, baptize them, then teach them to obey, remembering that Jesus is with us in all of it. It's so important. But go and tell the people about this life. And then notice the response. Hearing this, they entered the temple at daybreak as early as they could and began to teach. They did not run in fear. They didn't run away wondering what was going to happen to them. They just went right back into the temple. Of course, they're, they're arrested again. They're brought on trial before the Sanhedrin. Uh, the Sanhedrin get all ticked off, and they actually want to kill them because of what was stated to them, what was preached to them, because Peter was pretty much calling them out as being the ones who murdered the Messiah. Thankfully, there was a there was a person named Gamaliel who was like the teacher of teachers who pretty much said, you know what, just let this play out because others have come before this Jesus character and all of those followers fell away once that leader died. And so if it's the same way with this Jesus, it'll all die away. But he makes this statement in 38 of chapter 5. For if this plan or this work is of human or- origin, it will fail. But if it is of God, you will not be able to overthrow them you may even be found fighting against God. And so they took, what he, they, they took what he said. He persuaded them not to kill him, but they actually had the apostles flogged. In other words, they whipped them. And then you get to verse 41. Then they went out from the presence of the Sanhedrin, rejoicing that they were counted worthy to be treated shamefully on behalf of the name, on behalf of Jesus. They found it as, it was like a badge and a badge of honor that they could be beaten, that they could be persecuted simply because they proclaimed the name of Jesus. It was their honor and joy to get to suffer for the name of Christ. And what was their response after getting beaten? After they walk out rejoicing, which I picture this laughing and celebrating, which is so different after getting get, after getting the snot beat out of you. You get to verse 42 and watch what they did. Every day, after being threatened not to preach in the name of Jesus anymore, Every day in the temple and in various homes, they continued teaching and proclaiming the good news that Jesus is the Messiah. So they went back into the temple every day, and then from there, they actually upped the ante. So they're preaching the temple, and then they went to they went to various homes, and they would tell them about Jesus. They could not be stopped. Why? These same guys that were hiding right after Jesus was crucified, and they were hiding because they were afraid that they were next— these same guys were out proclaiming the truth of the gospel in the temple and from, from house to house every day because why? The only difference, they had seen the resurrected Jesus and they'd been filled by the Holy Spirit and they could not stop 
They could not stop sharing the message of the gospel. And so when the angel said, I want you to go out and I want you to share share with everyone about this life. Friends, we're called to do the same. But man, I really pray that we see a difference in this life. This life that we've been given by Jesus, empowered by the Holy Spirit, filled by the Holy Spirit, knowing that Jesus has been resurrected from the dead, in right relationship with God, called to mission, moved forward into the passions that God wants us to do and to have, to go and make disciples, that we would go out and show, hey, this is the difference that knowing Jesus makes. So friends, I hope this is an encouragement to you. We have this life, this new life. Let's go and tell other people about it. Friends, love you more than you know. We'll talk soon.